being smart for the shit start. Before it get dark, before they hit you with the pitchfork. Better crip walk, crip. This is real talk. Smoke push and push, then we peel off. Niggas still rolling with the wheels off. Always looking out for the crisscross. I'm a bigger boss than Rick Ross. Always winning, nigga get lost. It's the warlord, bring the voodoo. When I bail through, it's crazy like Bellevue. What they tell you, leave that boy alone, like home alone. Fuck a skull and bone, arrest the president. You got the evidence, that nigga is Russian intelligence. When it rains, it pours. Did you know the new white was orange? Boy, you're showing your horns. They trying to replace my halo with thorns. You so basic with your vape stick. Let's go ape shit in the matrix. Arrest the president. Yo, this is McLoves with the Late Night Podcast coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, I'm in Tempe, so I feel, you know, feel a little little privileged, you know, a little high class, a little, I guess you could say that I live in the suburbs now. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to do a solo recording this time. Um, it's kind of like a time management thing. Uh. But yeah, Mike, Mike will be back, don't worry. We'll get an episode out there like that. But in the meantime, uh, these are my late night thoughts. I'm about to spark the wood right now, so give me a few seconds of dead air there. Um, I haven't really dropped anything anytime soon. Uh, it's really, it's really uh, it has to do with the time management and kind of getting my priorities straight. I kind of want to keep recording and whatnot, but, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, but it's all good. Taking care of my dad, fucking, you know, paying my own rent, putting fucking food in the fridge and shit, you know, doing grown man shit, it's all good. I'm out here feeling like fucking Naruto, you know, gotta help my people out, gotta be the, you know, gotta be the, the platform, you know, you gotta, you gotta prepare everything so that way that you can enjoy this wood and record yourself enjoying it so i guess that's that's really where i've been in my head and shit like that but anyways um a couple of things i wanted to talk about for starters midterm elections that shit went cray we basically um had recording numbers of people voting which is insane um, this is the most people who uh, have voted in the history of the United States, which is mad crazy, because it kind of shows, you know, the government that, like, at the end of the day, y'all can be corrupted, y'all can be doing whatever the fuck you want, but we're going to always show up because power of the people, man, like, if one person shows up, cool, but if you got 1.7 million people, that's a lot of fucking people, bro. A lot of fucking people showing up. Now, number might be higher, number might be lower, but shit, they're still counting votes right now, bro. There's a couple of runoffs, you know, out there in Georgia. You know, that's what we need, man, to be honest. We need colored women in the fucking, you know, in, in Congress or in, in, you know, in the Senate or any, any type of government-based seat. We need colored women. Why? Because they're the ones who... Honestly, they tell you something, you better get that shit done, man. Like, they got so much power, it's crazy. But anyways, another topic I want to bring up was the fact that, like, a bunch of artists, um, you know, are dropping albums, new projects here and there, and that's just, 
kind of, I don't know, it feels good. It feels really good to know that I'm living at the time that I'm living with all this great music coming out. But at the same time, as you know, music starts to progress, so do the problems around the world. So much shit going down. You know, we got fucking, we got four, I think it was something like that, like four shootings that happened in the midst of two weeks. So like all this gun violence is really becoming normalized, which I think is a bit disgusting. Consider that uh, white people or, you know, people of Aryan descent tend to have like this really high um, personal opinion on guns, which I understand. Like, I think everyone should have the right to bear arms. What I don't think is that we should give that right to everybody. I think it should be a privilege, just like the same way it's a privilege to get food stamps. You know, it's a privilege to, you know, get all this other stuff. And I understand, like, you know, government aid, everybody needs it once in a while, but it's more of a sense of keeping us safe from, like, crazy people holding guns. Like, if y'all gonna fucking make me run through fucking hoops... And then do this shit and that shit just to get myself, you know, some type of uh, security in the States. Then why don't you make these people go through that same process, you know? Run background checks, shit. Even go through their fucking school records. You know, like go that far back where you're like, alright. You know, uh, this kid was in multiple uh, fights, shit, um... You know, was suspended for fucking violent acts or whatever it may be. Like, look into that shit, bro. Like, mental health is a crazy-ass shit now that people are starting to recognize it as an illness. As something that can, can't really be controlled. Since it is more like a state of mind type of shit. So it's more like, I guess, how you were raised. How you were guided. Um, if your parents really don't give two shits about you. Um, and they just feel like, you know, you're like a, I guess, like a dog. I know some people might take that offensive, but all they need to do is house you, feed you, and make sure that they take you out, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, I guess that's why they they make dog parks, because it's kind of like taking your kid to the park. It's like you go out there and, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, like, the, I guess, sorry guys, it's pretty fucking cold out here in Arizona, if you don't know, uh, around November time, it doesn't get really cold for all you, for all you people or all you folks out living out there in the upstates and shit but this shit gets chilly as fuck at night especially for us who are so used to like the 100 plus weather that shit flips like within three weeks it rains like twice or four times and then boom we're in the fucking 60 degree weather and shit at night with the 89 degree high but the sun's still fucking burning your face uh that shit's funny but um other than that, yeah, I think uh, I think background checks are really fucking important, and they need to be enforced, just like how they enforce e-verify, you know? You can't just get a job, you need a fucking social, they need to verify that social is legal, they need to verify, you know, you haven't killed anybody, you don't got any outstanding, like, it's bullshit, bro, like, my brother's a felon, but, like, he got caught with, like, burglary or whatever the fuck. But he's out here trying to fucking get a job, trying to make a name for himself and shit. But like a lot of companies can't because, you know, the background checks and whatnot.
So you how the fuck are you gonna background check somebody to flip burgers, but you're not gonna background check somebody who's fucking out there with the fucking Glock 40, like, what the fuck? Someone out there has the power to fucking take someone's life, which should only be in God's power, in God's hands, but, I mean, shit, if they can get it from going to the swap meet, shit, I guess. I don't think it's right. Especially living here in a state where, like, open carry is, like, like, you don't even need a license to fucking have a gun here, bro. You can go out there and fucking buy one. The only thing that you need a license for is to carry it and to... And it has to be out. Like, you can't have it, like, tucked or whatever the fuck. It makes sense. But shit, man. Walking next to middle-aged white men who have a gun on them is very scary. And I'm not saying it because, oh, I have something against white people or blah, blah, blah. No, it's the facts that kind of scare me. It's the fact that we had, in two weeks, we had four shootings, all male white men. But I don't hear anybody radicalizing them, or I don't hear anybody saying anything about, like, oh, we should, you know, tar- you know, like, pay attention to them. Like, I don't see none of that shit, but, like, as soon as the fucking... Bro, a Muslim can fucking forget to, um, you know, he can forget to... Shit, he could forget to fucking, you know, get his change at a store. And someone's gonna fucking make that. Especially Fox News. They'll blow that shit up. They'll be there like, oh yeah, the fucking, you know, he, you know, Muslim man fucking uh, dashes out the door in order and forgets his change. Like, man, they're gonna change that shit up. They'll switch, they'll flip that bitch. They'll fucking be like, oh, you know what? Oh no, before he left, you know, he... You know, said Allah Bar and, you know, dashed away, you know, and then, uh, you know, and just have, like, somebody, I don't know, fucking light a fucking gas tank with, you know, light a cigarette right next to that gas tank and they blow up and they're like, oh, you know, a uh, Muslim man blows up a, you know, person with the gas tank or whatever the fuck. They'll they just find a way to frame that shit, bro. Like, they always do it. No lie, as much as I talk. This fucking backwood does not die. It's, it's legit. But yeah, guys, I'll change the subject. So uh, basically, I went to ComplexCon last week, last weekend. Shout out uh, Randy. Um, he basically gave me access to ComplexCon, and I really appreciate that shit for sure. I was actually going out there to like kind of help him in his project, but bro. ComplexCon is fucking crazy. Like, you go in that shit, and there's so many people, like, from all parts of the world. You got people fucking buying shit. You got people looking at shit. You got artists walking around with security. I mean, man, that shit was crazy. What was even crazier is I'm like, all right, bet. So, like, I know it's Cali and shit. But, bro, people in Cali get down, bro. Like, I went in there. I was like, all right, cool. You know, and then I see, I smell something. I'm like, oh shit, what does that smell? It smells loud as fuck, like someone's smoking a blunt. I know what that smell sound, it smells like. So, you know me, I'm all here looking around like, oh, bet. So, like, who got it? Or, you know, like, I want to see someone smoking, so I always secures me, like, all right, for sure, I can smoke. Especially being in an indoors, I didn't smell a cigarette, nigga. I smelled a backwood full of fucking mad fucking high pulling fucking weed it was no fucking you know grandma sitting right next to the porch 
fucking petting her cat's cigarette smell. Nah, it wasn't none of that. It was loud as fuck. So I'm looking around and shit. And I see, you know, smoke coming from one side. And I'm like, oh shit, bet. All right, someone's fucking smoking the back. But that's cool. It's Long Beach, you know, fuck it. My bad. I had to bring this wood back like the Undertaker shit. Anyway, so it was in Long Beach and shit. Speaking of Long Beach. Shout out Vince Staples for that new album, bro. FM go hard as fuck. Vince Staples was there. So many fucking people were there, bro. It was it was mad crazy. Um, I did learn a couple of things, but shit, dude. Just being out there like that and just seeing, like, the evolution of, like, fashion and the culture and shit like that. It's just moving relatively fast, bro. As far as, like, how, like, people are wanting new fucking apparel or new shoes or whatever or new projects to come out. Like, it's fucking mad crazy, bro. Supply and demand is at its highest right now. Especially, like, in the shoe industry, man. Shit is crazy. People out there dropping, like, 30K on shoes and shit. Now, I come from a very humble background. It's like, I never really had what I wanted. It's kind of like, I worked what I wanted, I guess. And my mom only bought us new shoes, like, once a year, you know. So, like, shoes to me, uh, they didn't really become a big thing until I could afford my own shit, my own sneakers and shit, that I get to choose what type of footwear I have, you know. Back in the day, it's like, shit, I used to skate mad heavy. So, my shoes would fucking go, bro. They'd fucking... They'd be here one day, in two months, they'd be gone. Especially when you try to learn how to kickflip. Or hard flip. Bitches get eaten, bro. Especially when you don't get to choose what type of grip tape you got because you broke as fuck and you're asking for used boards at Cowtown. Shout out Cowtown for never giving up on your boy. <clears throat> I remember being broke as fuck and that nigga Hayer was like, yo, I got you. So, like, here's my spare fucking trucks they ended up being 825 which is my perfect size gave me some used wheels some fucking spare bearings and a used board man that was i was that was the happiest day of my life i was like dude you get my board had just gone ran over by a fucking bus shitty ass setup and this fool gave me like an all right setup like i was so honored i still wasn't shit but still (laughs) i just thought that counts but anyway, so yeah, basically, um, I just think that, like, as far as, like, fashion, how that industry is moving so rapidly, man, like, fuck, bro, like, one day you can be, like, you know, struggling or, you know, whatever, trying to find <laughs> change in your couch just to fucking, you know, pay the light bill or whatever it may be, and just because you go for your dreams and you put your fucking full effort and attention on it, and make something of it, and someone recognizes it. I'm, I'm not even bullshitting. Within like a couple months, bro, like you will fucking elevate yourself to a higher state, to a state where you can meet people that you never thought you'll ever meet. And I guess that's one of the lessons that I learned when going to Complex Con. It was kind of like taking a step back and like, you know, I saw Jaden, but I wasn't gonna go fangirling on him. I wasn't going to do none of that shit, bro. Because what I realized is, fuck it. Like, if I really want to meet these people, I got to get myself into that position where approaching them isn't awkward. Approaching them isn't like a, you know, like a, 
like I'm bothering them. It's more like if I approach them, it's because they know me. It's because they know, you know, my hard work or my dedication or my craft or whatever it may be. But I want to get to that level where I can meet them and it doesn't feel like I'm bothering them. And more, it feels like, you know, it's an honor to be at that level where the security ain't got to be a bitch. <laughs> you know, when they, where they give the security that sign, that little nod where it's like, hey, fuck out the way. Make love's coming through. Or, you know, some bullshit like that. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of the motivational that thing that I got from Complex. Kind of like be your own celebrity type shit. You know. Uh, but, yeah. One one moment with this fucking wood dying on me and shit. I'm going to run this podcast for a couple more minutes. I gotta go inside and go to sleep and wake up to reality again and fucking put my fucking, you know, put my effort into my grind and shit. Make sure my priorities are straight and my family's well taken care of and shit. You only get one family, bruh. That's all I gotta say to my listeners. You only get one fucking family in this life, bro. And shit, like, I've heard a lot of people tell me how, like, they, they don't even fuck with their family anymore because shit, you know, that they've done in their past and shit like that. And all I gotta say is I'm fucking thankful, like, shit, like, we might not have everything, but we we have family for sure, bro. We got each other's backs like that. But yeah, bro. Gotta make sure, uh... You know, wherever you are, shit, in life, bro, just fucking really think about, you know, what you need to do, um, always give back to your family, like, your mom's, bro, for sure, like, I know a lot of people don't have, not a lot of people, but, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with your mom, it's like, try your best, if it doesn't work out, then I understand, but, man, bro, you don't know how much peace, how much serenity you really do get from talking to your mom, like, shit, I have to talk to her all the time, but I'm just saying, like, one conversation. Even with your pops, bro, if you're, if you're closer with your pops, shit, I talk to my dad every day. I don't talk to my mom like that, um, but I talk to my dad. He calls me every fucking day. That shit's insane, bro, and I answer that shit because that's my pops, you know. He showed me how to fucking wake up in the morning and go to work and not bitch about it. Keep a smile on your face. Make sure that, you know, none of that shit brings you down. Just know that you're working towards some direction, or I guess you're working towards something. And honestly, like, I'm at the point in my life where I feel like that transition is starting to come. Where I elevate myself, and I don't need, like, artists, or I don't need music, or I don't need nothing but myself to kind of say, you know what, you got this, bro. Like, you can do it. Just put your hard work and your mind to it, and you'll do it. And, yeah. Not too long ago, my girlfriend told me to, she called me a word that... Never heard anybody describe me as, and she said, you're clever, and I was like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> kind of got me by surprise, because I've never heard anybody call me clever, they'd call me smart, you know, intelligent, or whatever the fuck, but, or that I know a lot of things, but no one's ever really told me that I'm clever, um, and I guess I took that word, and I said, you know what, clever means that you're basically capable of figuring out something in any type of situation or that you can you know work your way through things and uh clever is a strong word man it's a fucking strong word and i took it very personal i mean god damn you lighter
I, I mean, I, I basically took it as she's telling me that I'm smart enough to do it because I am clever. Uh, because I do think of stuff that allows me to project, um, I guess, like, whatever it may be, whether it be jokes, advice, or, you know, even pettiness, whatever it may be, bro, I always put a dab of, like, sincerity, or, like, some type of, like, I'm trying to make you laugh, like, they always say the saddest person in the room is the funniest, and I do believe that, and I feel like the way I can cope with it is by making people laugh, because a smile not only takes care of someone's insecurities, but it also allows you to open a door of comfort um, where they can, you know, easily hold a conversation with you because they're open about, you know, everything. I mean, shit, you're making them laugh. They know you have a sense of humor, so you're not going to take everything serious. And I feel like a lot of people need to work on that because um, a lot of people take uh, comments that are really just like a, you know, one-time joke or whatever it may be, and they take it to a whole other level that then you have to backtrack on what you said. And it's just a lot of things that you don't necessarily want to um, say to them. It's just kind of at the moment you want to, you know, crack a joke or whatever it may be. I guess it's really on how the punchline is or even if the joke's not even funny, you know, whatever it is. But I try my best to kind of have every chance that I can to, to kind of... Um, make life enjoyable, you know, whether it be a conversation or, you know, an opinion or whatever it may be, I always try to make it a little funny, I guess, add a little twist to it so that um, the conversation isn't so dry or, you know, arid, you know, because then it starts, you know, anything that is dry or arid or whatever, and you try to work with it, it can get a bit irritating, <laughs> like when you first time you like have sex and you don't know that you haven't make a girl wet like that's the, the thing bro <laughs> that's just funny like you have to kind of you know get things you know warmed up get things you know rallied up or whatnot before you actually um you know attempt those punchlines or kind of you know read your audience and know what type of emotion um to project that way you don't get like a how do you say, like an incorrect judgment of what you're trying to say, <laughs> you know, you come off wrong and shit, and uh, that's not good, especially for someone who's trying to, you know, say a joke or a punchline or whatever it may be, it's still not, you know, it's still not a smart thing to do, <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, those are kind of like a little bit of my thoughts, uh, honestly, I can talk forever. Um, but it is about to be about 10 o'clock or so at night. And I have to wake up at 5 in the morning. I've been getting to work late. But <laughs> y'all know what that is. I'm, I'm running on that Mexican time. So um, I will be dropping a podcast with Michael soon. Y'all just wait on it. Uh, this is kind of like a little, you know, a little sansan before I start being more consistent uh, with this craft. Um, but just kind of heads up. Um, I'm not gone. I'm not done. Uh, I'll drop a couple mixes to uh, so many hot musics coming out that I feel like I need to kind of put that all in the mix and kind of, um, you know, put it out there so you guys can listen to it and be like, oh, for sure, that song sounds dope. I'll uh, I'll look for it. And that's the enjoyment I get is that I get to show people, um, you know, other people's crafts and stuff like that and eventually work off that to a point where, I don't know, 
I mean, confidence is key when you're making music. And, you know, I can't say I don't know. I have to be firm and say, I'm going to make a song. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always fucking talking about how I'm going to drop like a five song EP. I have a couple of things written down. But like I said, you have to execute the plan. You can't just, you know, write the plan. Talk about the plan. You know, because then you don't even know if it works or not. You actually have to fucking do it. So, that's where I'm at. Um, shout out Nike. Just fucking do it. Um, but yeah. So, I'll leave you guys with that. And uh, I'll be back. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, educate yourself. Love one another. And uh, drink milk. Night. Whatever the matter. I see you in passing I'd look for your heart now But this fog in my glasses I'm feeling like stardust That's moving molasses Too slow to cut though That must flow Love I learned to love from an angel Piece and a purpose together Yeah I can see your skin tone Deeper than the color They tell us that you can kill us in the news we live Take a look into the hue You're the dark of the back Team brains on the ground Let me bring them together Make a picture like a nigga What you think is this lesson When you feel us together See us falling from the skyline Who would die down now Call it lifeline It's just a picture and vision Up in the right mind let me stop for they lock my lungs Rivers in my word, let me talk in tongues Switch it up, now I'm your whole wrecking crew I'm saying all my life I did devote to this Hey, they gonna talk the loudest I wanna fly about it Me and my selfish dreams, all I could see The bigger picture was now stuck in 16s They wanna say they made it They want a piece of cake, they They wanna take away this All the way from you All the way from you It's getting darker And as I'm moving